a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. And good afternoon. (laughs) We're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Got two, three lines open, 303-477-5600. And I'm still trying to look up this 2011 Volvo C70 that won't open with the button. I'm trying to see if that button has um, got more stuff in it than we think. Well, it's, it's popping it, but it's not going up. Right. So there's after it pops, there should be another relay or something that takes over i would think possibly to yeah. lift it but the the part of the problem is is that we know that it's capable of act, acting right right because the re- it so works with the release and everything it has to probably do like you were saying there might be a uh something to let's know that it's popped and there might be a part of that switch that's bad yeah or that relay from that point on would be the only thing I can think of without taking a look at something. Yeah, you'd have to... I'd like to see what that looks like, that switch. Um, I can't do it from this computer. <laughs> yeah, because I got the other one at home that I can go on to my... And I should have brought it, but... I just grabbed my wife's real quick. She's probably going to be mad when <laughs> I get home... <laughs> Where'd my computer go? <coughs> yep. It'll all right. be all, all reconfigured. Yep. See, we don't always have the answers, but we can look them up and try to find them. Uh-huh. Um, yep. So, you know, things you get into things like this, and there's a lot of checks you got to do. Because then you got to check to see if that button is sending the proper signal all the way to the back. And you almost have to have the trunk lid open to see. That's what I do. They'll open it all the way up. And then hit that button a couple times and see what's happening with that switch and see what kind of voltage signals you're getting back there to pop that switch open if you're getting the correct ones or something and watch how that switch reacts Yeah. with it. And I, I just think that there's something electrically going on with that. Within the switch well, or the button. that circuit. Yeah. Because yeah. there's got to be a relay. Once it pops, there's got to be a relay that takes over yeah. and actuates. The, there's probably a motor that lifts it. Or lets it lift. But it it works fine with the remote, so. Exactly. And then what else did he say? There was another way he opens it, I thought. And back at the trunk. Back at the back trunk, it works. Back at the hatch. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I, you almost, yeah. It, those are ones you have to see. Well, you don't, you don't know when you're back at the hatch. With the remote, I understand that works good. Yeah. Okay, so that means it's capable of working. So it has to be somewhere between the switch and. Yeah. The computer or whatever actuates that. Right. Would be my guess. Yeah. The criteria has not been met. Right. 
So you had a question of the day. We haven't read that off for a while. Go ahead and read that one off again. Marianne answered us, and she gave us a light, pretty detailed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, let me let me get back to that. That was from Ann. Name the car John should pick up for you at Barrett-Jackson Auction. I don't know if I worry about him picking up one for me or what he's going to be, be bringing back. Yeah, I'm wondering what he would be bringing back, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's funny. And that's, that's is that the one down in Phoenix this weekend? I think it's in Arizona. Yes, Phoenix. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So he's having fun down at where it's warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we're loading some. We had three callers in, um, but he's taking those and talking to them. So um, here we go. Yes, we need to. Yeah, I, I probably I'm going to look into this a little bit more, and I'll try to find this guy's answers on this. So, yeah, we can go to Craig from Wheat Ridge. How you doing, Craig? Hi, Craig. Afternoon, guys. Have you heard from uh, John? Is he called in from uh, Barry Jackson? No, he hasn't. Okay. He's probably buying uh, something. Yeah, but he is too. <laughs> um, my reason for calling in was uh, I've just trying to wrap my head around the the fact that we're all paying anywhere from 369 to 379 a gallon here in town uh-huh yeah and because i commute uh east of denver uh go through the you know the town of bennett uh-huh uh ga- gas is only 329 there yep right and you know i i'm, I'm sure that you know if they're trying to justify what we're paying based on Okay, our local refinery is down. They're having to transport it, you know, uh, you know, greater distances to get the gasoline that we need here in the Denver area. Why are they paying forty to fifty cents less, just thirty miles east of us? It depends on who who they're getting it from, and when they bought it. It, it depends on whether you know whether it's coming from Sunco being down. Uh, it's. It's hard to tell them what the what the justification is. You know, basically the justification is is the government's letting them get by with it because they don't want us to be independent. I mean, for us to not have, I don't want to say cheap fuel, but reasonable price fuel is just ridiculous. So that's that's just my thought on it. Well, as, as a general rule, we they they've always been. You know, whatever our price has been in Denver, they've been a little bit cheaper out there, but not to the tune of forty and fifty cents a gallon. That that kind of, you know, I, so I'm I'm trying to, you know, do all my gas purchasing out there and not even buy any here locally because I have to commute that way. Well, I would. Yeah. You I know, mean, the the big problem is is that I think a lot of the, uh, the the stations, as it were, I think they're taking taken into account that Sunco's closed as far as refinery so they're using that as an excuse whether oh, it's a, whether it's a valid excuse I don't know well I, I totally agree because somehow they're and it's not just one station in Bennett it's there's a uh, uh, just five miles west of there there's a uh, you know a Valero yeah. station kind of a truck stop they're 329 as well yeah 
No, I, it, so the fuel prices are just stupid right now. I mean, you know, it was going down, which I thought was great, you know. But, you know, now it's gone back up, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense other than Suncoast closed. Well, it, it sure went up fast, too, because it was like almost like every other day it was going up 10 cents a gallon, yeah. it seemed like. Yeah. Well, as soon as that news came out, gas prices went up. So, yeah. so what? Well, you know, maybe if there's somebody out there listening that's uh, you know involved in the oil and gas industry, maybe they can understand. You know, give us an explanation as to why, <laughs> you know, why you know relatively, that's not that far away. That well, there's such a discrepancy in price. They're they're gonna they're gonna point to the the people in charge of our fuel, right? You know? I mean, it just, it depends on where they got to get it, what what they had to do to get that price on the fuel that they're putting in the tanks and so forth. And the bad part is, is there again, it depends on where you buy your fuel. They probably are not making that much on the fuel, okay? They don't make much on fuel. But they're making, they're making it on the soft drinks, the chips, the all the other stuff, because that's where their actual money's at. On sure. that, yep. so it it depends on what their suppliers charging them and why they're why they're doing it, where they're buying it from, and depending on what their supplier had as far as the buy point, and uh, well, they could have bought it before all the prices went up. Yeah, too, and they just you know some of that stuff's locked in. And both of those stations are top tier gasolines, by the way. So yeah. uh, you know it's not like you're buying uh, subpar grade gasoline either. Well, you know, one thing I found out, though, Craig, buying gas, because I live out in Elizabeth area, and I'm, I'm sure. north of Elizabeth, the town, and um, mm-hmm. about 15 miles, and there's a gas station out by us in our subdivision, which we're lucky. <laughs> it's, it's a convenience store and a gas station. And his their gas is always much stronger smelling than yeah. the other ones. And it has this be- it's just better gas. I find I get better mileage with the gas out there than I do the ones in town. Yep. And... Uh, um, and I know people are going to go, well, that's crazy. But it is true. I don't know if we have to worry about different additives out there that we do on here, that they do, you know, the, the I don't know, because of the winter-grade fuels that they put in. They say they don't do that year-round or some. I don't know how true that is. But I do know that I get better mileage. And I do know, like, oh, yeah. I talked to our guy, and he says, you know, like, he says that I put the gas in, you know, I buy the gas, you know, a tanker comes in and fills it up and i give him a check and then you know he it takes about a month before he runs out and he says you know he looks at how much money he made he only makes like 500 bucks yeah you know he doesn't make anything on it he said but uh people still complain the price is too high you know and he's like i'm I'm doing the best i can you know as far as that goes and so it's hard to say what what all goes into it I, i mean even in even i live over in the wheat ridge lakeside area and you're going to see a $0.30 cent swing in gas prices easily on all the stations. And some of, them, some of them are the same station or same retailer. Yeah. And you know they're getting the fuel from the same place. So uh, it just, I think they're doing a lot of marketing as far as this area will sustain this price, that kind of thing. So I think they're I think they're playing with it on the retail end of it possibly a little bit, but I don't think it's the actual retailers. 
I think it's the people that are the mass suppliers for them. Well, I thought so, I'd just put it out there. If anybody's traveling out east to Denver, um, don't think you got to fill up before you leave and head east towards Kansas or whatever. Go yeah. ahead and, uh, you know, go ahead and gas up out there and save yourself 40 cents a gallon. Yeah, and one reason I like to fill up where my neighborhood is is because then I'm paying for the streets because that money goes yeah. to my area versus, you know, other yeah. places. But, I mean, I'd rather everybody come out and fill out in Elizabeth, too. That way there we get better roads. <laughs> but yeah. it still seems to not help. So, I don't know. I don't know the answers anymore. I thought I used to, and then my crystal ball broke, too. So, <laughs> Well, it's, it just... It's a it's a flip of a coin anymore because, I mean, we were keep going. We were uh, sitting on the on what were halfway decent gas prices. Then they shot up. Well, they shot up sixty seventy cents in our area overnight. So. Well, you know, like with our trash delivery, you know, we started seeing a fuel surcharge. Yeah. You know, when the gas went up the first time, well, you don't see that gas fuel surcharge come off when the gas dropped. But now that it's gone back up again, I think they've added another fuel surcharge. So it just, you know, it gives all these companies that use fuel to do their business another reason to raise what they charge you for delivery. Yeah, yep. it doesn't happen in the uh, towing industry. We couldn't raise the fuel. They came out and put a letter out to us and told us you can't raise fuel <laughs> and do a surcharge on fuel. So we so. got a break coming up. So, All right, Craig, thanks for calling. Thank you, guys. All right. Yep. With that, we're going to take a break. We do have two lines open, 303-477-5600. Give us a call on Drive Radio. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. 
If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. And we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. That's another thing we haven't talked about is fuel. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if we <laughs> I want to talk about fuel because the prices get up there. It's you know, just ridiculous. Democrats are real happy because it dropped down a little bit. Yeah, and then but, they went right back up. Yeah, so it doesn't do any good. Uh, Ann sent me a deal that John's got some pictures that he's posted on the Facebook page. So if you want to see what's going on at the Barrett-Jackson deal. Put your mic. If you want to see what's at the Barrett-Jackson deal, uh, you might want to go down there on the Facebook page and take a look because he's posting pictures. So, hmm. Knowing John, he's probably, I don't know, Tara's probably having to pull him away from something. <laughs> Yeah, he never gets enough cars. No, no, he doesn't. But anyway, so the uh, thing that I've found rather interesting is, is I've done, you know, we've talked about shops and stuff like that and what they do and what yep. they don't do. Uh, I've had the opportunity to witness some of the practices at some shops, and they're 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 just totally different between from shop to shop yeah i mean so the big thing is is find find one of the shops that we recommend and when you do stick with them yeah and make sure that you know if you don't understand something or you don't realize what's going on ask them to explain it yeah and i know i'd rather have an informed customer than one that you know had questions yeah i'd rather educate the customer so he makes the right decision you know i yeah. was i was accused of talking too long to customers because i wanted to know what they were buying right yeah. you know because a lot of the repairs we got going on are not not inexpensive anymore yeah and one of the things i used to try to talk to the guys about was the nomenclature you know we'll say um you need you need a, you have a bad iac or a bad yeah. ecm and a customer doesn't really know what those mean. We do in the industry, and we say it because it's real quick and easy. And men are—we don't got a lot of words we want to use. So there you go. And so and then my mother-in-law and my wife would ask me, "Well, what is an IAC? Yeah, you know what is an you know I don't know what that is. And it's, well, it's an idle air control valve. Yeah. Oh, what? You know what yeah. does that do? You yeah. know. And so I used to tell customers, you know, we need, or our my service riders, you need to make sure you go through those with them and talk to them and explain that to them because they don't know what that is. Yep. And, you know, we just assume people know. But I did know that women were harder to, uh, they asked more questions, to be honest with you. Women, I, 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 I enjoyed that, the, though. I, I enjoyed the women customers. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because the guys come in and they don't want to show their ignorance. Right. On stuff, and women will ask the questions that need to be asked. Yeah. Is there a warranty on this? Yeah. You know, when you do a water pump, are you going to replace the coolant? Are you going to check the hoses? Yeah. Are you going to do a pressure test? How come you're doing this? Yeah. Why, why yeah. do I need to do this? And right. Stuff like that. What kind that. of coolant are you going to use? Yeah. You know, exactly. they want to know. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's good. That's that's what we want them to know. So it's very good stuff. Um, he's loading some calls up. If, yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and go to Mickey. Mickey, you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. okay. What's up? Okay, one uh, polar bear swap meet's going on today up in Adams County. Ooh, polar, polar bear. That's where they jump in the water? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the polar bear swap meet's the first swap meet of the year. Okay. And it's always cold as hell and windy, but there's a lot of inside booths. Okay, there you go. But you can find some really neat stuff there because it's so cold, not everybody comes out. Right. Yep. Okay, comment on the switch. It's pretty much going to have to be the switch. It sounds like that switch is important to the lady of the house, and I <laughs> bet she uses it a lot. Yes. So it's probably just wore out because, logically, if the remote kicks it, then everything back there is working. Is okay. Yeah. yeah. So that means it's. It, that narrows it down to the switch itself. So if, if he's going to take it apart and mess with it, he might as well just buy a new switch, put it in there, and I'll bet you it That fixes, fixes it. it. Yeah, I'll bet it does too. I just wanted to see a picture of the switch to see if I can see how many wires are coming out of that because sometimes they make that switch a little module too. Yeah. So, But anyway, yeah. you're right. I, I would replace the switch because yeah, everything exactly. else works. The button on the back works. The remote works. Everything works except for well, that switch. But it's like the the like the driver's side windows electric window switch. They fail first because they get used the most. That's right. That's for sure. So that was my comment. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay. With that, we got a line open three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. We'll go to Dan from Monument. How you doing, Dan? Pretty good. I. Uh I just got back from Barrett-Jackson. I spent two days there. Oh, cool. And I've gone for uh, probably the 17th year that I've done it. And it they call it Barrett-Jackson collector car, and that's exactly what it is. An awful lot in the audience is collectors. Right. Uh, they're, they're looking for a certain vehicle. Yep. And they will pay whatever whatever it, they have to pay to get it. Uh, I had lunch with four Canadians who had driven from Toronto with pickup trucks and trailers to buy four cars wow. that they knew were on the docket the whole nine yards, and they didn't get any of them. Oh, wow. And I said, so they're headed home empty. And I said, what happened? He said, well, we would have a figure on each car that we would want, and one was example was like say seventy five thousand and it went for one sixty. Yeah. Yeah. And it and that's what you're running into. There's six thousand bidders and there's nineteen hundred cars. And I go early because all the cars are there. There's very few that aren't there right from the beginning. Uh-huh. That's that's kinda how they lay the lot out. 
and each year they seem to extend the tent that's heated and lights and the whole nine yards. So you're essentially you're indoors. So you can walk, no matter what the weather is, indoors and look at, I don't know, a thousand cars. And then outside, there are six tents uh, that are open on the sides, and there's probably another five, six hundred cars out there. And uh, one that I saw, what I do is I bird dog what I like. I take pictures of the uh, the auction material that's on the windshield, mm-hmm. and then I head home. And if I want to, I can go online and bid it, or I can go on the telephone and bid if I want to buy it. But one that stuck out came out of Lubbock, Texas. It was a 48 Jeep Resto Mod. And I got to talking with the owner, and I said, well, what do you think you got to have out of this? And he said, well, i got a lot of money in it, but uh, I've had it advertised for six months at $89,000 mm-hmm. for a 48 Jeep. And I I just went. <laughs> in my mind, there's no way. I yeah. mean, they may, there may be somebody there. Well, guess what? The total cost was 93000 and somebody bought it. Yeah. So, so you just you just don't know. Early days, the first three days, maybe to the fourth day, but the first three days, there are some good buys in there. But uh, after that, it's deep pockets take over, and uh, it, you know it's a different, well, different crowd. How much of that do you think is auction frenzy? Uh, some, but I don't think it's that much. Uh, I think these collectors, it's whatever it's going to take. They're gonna they're gonna buy it because it completes or nearly completes their collection. There you go. Yeah. And that's that that's an unknown. You don't know if they're out there, and you can bird dog a car and be sitting in the audience ready to bid, and you watch it take out and double, you know, take off and double what you were gonna spend. Yeah. You just go, how did this happen? So, <laughs> so right. it's it's there. And then the other one is. Say you got a hundred thousand dollar vehicle, you're putting in the show down there, no reserve, okay, and it stalls out at sixty. Well, you've got to have somebody in the audience, a stealth bidder, that will bid to buy the car back. Yeah. So you're buying your own car back, and it costs you eighteen percent, eight to get in, ten is the buyers. So you put yeah. it through the auction, it costs you eight. So that's eighteen thousand dollars on a hundred thousand dollar car. So. Wow. You can get burnt. You can yeah. get burnt. Make them is a little bit stronger, in my opinion, because you put a reserve on a car, and you, you know it, it, you're protecting yourself right out of the starting gate. So, mm. but but they get big money. You know, what is it? Ten days and 130 million dollars worth of sales. So, wow. Yeah, it's it it goes. But some of the numbers are just they're astronomical. This year they had an awful lot of resto mod Corvettes, and I, I've never seen that many. It, it it's really, really catching on. Yep. Yep. That's for that's, sure. That's about it. It's, okay. It's always enjoyable. There's okay. so much there. It's not just about the cars there. There's so many vendors. Yeah. I mean, there's guys selling airplanes. There's guys selling helicopters, um, binoculars, <laughs> you know, A to Z. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So right. well, have a good one. Thanks, okay, Dan, thanks, for calling Dan. in. Appreciate that. Um, Gil? Well, no, let's let's hold on to Gil, and let's take a break. We're up against the break. So, Gil, hang on. When we come right back, you'll be the first one up. 
You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, 262 the third with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed. 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. 
And we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. we got two lines open, 303-477-5600. Thank you, Gil, for holding on. So what can we do for you, Gil? Oh, I'm back. Oh, yeah, I'm back. You're back. Yeah. For, uh, Jeff. Okay. Uh, do you know in the uh, Drive Radio, um, do you have any transmission shops that build transmissions? I don't think we do. Not that I know of. That I was I was the only one that was doing it. Yeah. What are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for, well, and maybe your advice, too. J- just in case, should I have a transmission rebuilt by a transmission shop, or should you get a, a Jasper transmission? It depends. My statement what? on that is going to depend... What, what, uh, what, what kind of what, what kind, kind of, car? of vehicle? Yeah, what, what vehicle are you well, talking about? Just any vehicle. I'm just 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 curious. In the future, well, I don't have any issues right now, but just in the future, what's what's better? Well, the Jas- Jasper unit is going to be a good unit. Okay, there's a lot of shops in town that are building good quality units, um, but you also got to keep in mind that Jasper does not build everything. They, I don't want to say they cherry pick, but they they build the units they they get the calls on. So your trucks, SUVs, and stuff like that. Uh, some car units they have, but they don't have all the units. Okay. So I mean, the big thing is is that there's a lot there's a lot of shops around town that are building units. Um, there's some that go the extra mile and build a really good unit. Um, I, you know, depending on there's there's also shops that kind of specialize because they build a lot of them on different units. So that's that's why I ask what kind of what kind of transmission. Well, I have a Toyota Forerunner. Uh, okay. And on that one, what year? It's 2010. Okay. On that one, you're probably going to end up having to have a, a shop build it. Or if they've, got an, if they've got an outlet on a vehicle or on a, on a mass rebuilder that does them, and there's several of them out there, uh, that might be the way to go. A lot of it's going to depend on warranty. And what you have to do as far as that warranty, you know, whether well, it's a nationwide warranty. Oh, I'm sorry. Since there's no, not 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 in your uh, uh, it, the shops that you guys have in our in our who group, that, who's a good transmission uh, uh, a shop in Denver Metro? The one I would the one I would recommend that I know of is AC Transmissions on North Federal. North Federal, okay. Yeah, Larry over there. He's been there. I used to work for him. I know what I know the quality that they do. Before I had my shop, I worked for him, and they put out a good quality unit. Uh, they're they're not going to be the cheapest in town, nor are they going to be the highest priced in town. But they do a good quality unit, and they've got good. Uh, good. I've known Greg. He's a rebuilder over there, and he's very very conscientious on how he builds a unit. You said that was Greg? 
Well, Greg is the builder over there, but you're right. And Larry's the owner, right? Larry's the the manager over there. Yeah, it's good to know. I mean, just because I used to, I had some uh, a transmission rebuilt by you. Yeah, the back uh, caravan, okay. And you guys went out to you know you you guys quit, and then there's nobody else that I could trust. You know, I don't mind about the price the price, as long as it's a quality and you can trust the people. That's what I trust. Yeah, and it, you know the thing is, is that a lot of that you gotta you gotta talk to the people that you, you gotta talk to them and make sure that you're getting the answers you want to get. Right. You know, it might not be what you want to hear, but you need right. to have your questions answered answered so that you can understand well, I, I, it. I trust you, Jeff. So I just trust your recommendation, AC Transmission on North Federal. Yeah. Good people. That's all. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, then. Okay, sir. Thanks for calling. I mean, anymore with the with the new stuff coming up, it's going to be extremely hard for these shops to stay up on all that, and they're spending a lot of money trying to keep up with everything. I get I get bulletins on updates and stuff like that all day long, and. Well, I can't imagine because I know when I was working at a dealership for GM, we used to get bulletins about updates all the time. Yeah. And I can't imagine keeping up with all that on just one manufacturer. And Nissan used to do the same thing. They'd send in bulletins all the time. Well, back in the day when I first got into this, we were dealing with basically three units, which was, you know, GM, Ford, and Chrysler. Yeah. And you yeah. Had, had their units. Yeah. You know, and then you start to get the Ford and stuff and stuff like that. But right now, they don't hang on to a transmission for more than a couple of years and something's changed. Right. You know, and there's yep. constant updates and everything yep. else. And we used to be able to buy a core and get everything we needed. Now you can't. Yeah. You're buying new parts, and those new parts are spendy. Yeah. yeah. If you can get them. Well, just a transmission, even if you buy an assembly, is getting expensive. Oh, yeah. It's not cheap. Yeah. Any Anything that you do, driveline or engine-related or any of that, is you're not going to find a three to $5,000 anymore. No. I mean, no. You're, you're talking, you know, a lot of that stuff is seven to 12000 12, And that's why it's hard to find a transmission guy anymore because it's just, it's just a dying art in a way. Well, and it it's you, expensive. You can't keep up with it. You have a hard time keeping up with the tooling. Yeah. yeah. As, as far as the special stuff that you need to take. That's transmission apart versus this one. Yeah. yeah. And Ford and GM don't get together. They just do their own way. You yeah. Know, and same. Yeah. All these guys, you know, their own transmissions. And uh, they they change. They they do mid year changes. Yeah. So you got to have somebody that's up to date on what what's going on with it. Yeah, and it's not easy. No, it's no. It's, you know, everybody everybody wonders why that labor rate or why that shop fee is so high. Yeah, it doesn't take into consideration the equipment that you got to have to service the vehicle, and hopefully, it services more than one brand. Right. Uh, what the information is. Yeah. And staying up with the the legalities of what you have to do as far as fluid disposal and meeting all the terms and conditions of 
what you have to do to do some of these jobs. Right. And I mean, it just, it's not like you can't, it's not like a, and I really hate saying it, but it isn't like you walk into a business office and you've got a computer. Yeah. All of a sudden, you don't have to buy $10,000 worth of tools a year or right. or whatever. I mean, you know, I you you had all the factory stuff. Yeah. I had the snap-on stuff and yeah. it Well, I had both. It did a lot, but it didn't do it all. Right. Let's hold that thought. I want to talk a little bit more about that when we come back. So you are listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Okay, we're back. Last 15 minutes. If you've got a call or a question, rather, give us a call, 303-477-5600. You know, we were just talking about, you know, all the stuff you needed to do for if you're in rebuilding transmissions. And and same with shops. And then can you imagine what what people do and they take it to their neighbor? 
oh, next I know door. What they or they the, do. The, the cousins. Oh, well, my cousin, or my cousin's nephew's brother-in-law, sister's boyfriend. Yeah, had a had a guy that worked on my car once, or, or that can fix your car because he worked on one once. So yep. you might want to give him a call. Well, does he have all those updates? Does he have backing? To, to make sure that if you fix that car and it drives across the states and breaks down, that you can take it to another place to get the warranty covered or the repair covered? Well, and that's, that's why I say you really need to find a shop that you're comfortable with that does good quality work yeah. and they offer a good warranty like the Napa Peace of Mind. Yes. Didn't have a problem with any of that. No. Never had a problem. No. That I can remember. And I used to have the customers call me. Here's my number. If you're going on vacation... You know, yeah. a lot of my good customers I knew, and they knew me. I would give them my card and say, you can call me. I got a cell phone number in there. I got my email in there. Call me. If you break down, I'll help you find a shop near you. I'll yeah. help you with this program. And I did a couple times, and it worked out really smooth. Yeah. You know, I found a Napa shop that was close to them. I just went online to see where they were and stuff exactly. and said, oh, call this guy. And you can also, if you break down, if you know you have, you know, one of our shops repaired you, you, you know, a Napa shop repaired you, you can go. Uh, to a Napa parts store and walk in there and say, hey, who's your best shop? Yeah. You know, I want to take my car in and get it fixed, or I have this going on, I want to have someone look at it. So you can always take it in and do that, too. But um, taking it to your neighbor's next-door neighbors, you know, your neighbor's next-door cousin's friend's neighbor, girlfriend's, well, boyfriend's friend that fixed a car once is dangerous. Well, and if that's the kind of repair you're looking for, that's fine. Yeah. But beware. Yeah. You yeah. know, there yeah. there could be issues. But, you know, can you imagine what it would cost to set up a shop? No. Today. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, yeah, I can, and you can too, but it, it'd be, it's a lot more expensive than what people think. I mean, bare minimum, I bet you'd have to have close to a million dollars. Yes. And that doesn't secure you a spot. No. You know, just yeah. the tooling with the, the you know, to to do the repairs on the newer vehicles. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you look, you look at the shop rate, and that. What are you getting for that shop rate? Is the question you need to ask. Yeah, and a lot of these guys that are doing this, they they're not very good at the shop rates. Yeah. They don't know what they got. Exactly. They they go in there. I mean, I had shops show up in Parker, and people were telling me, well, they're a lot low, lower in labor rate by twenty thirty dollars. Well, then six months later, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because they can't afford it. Because you gotta, you gotta know your business, and that's that's very important. And and I knew my business. I knew what I could make off a car, or what I needed to make, you yeah. know, to make it work. You know, and yeah. and and I had to pay technicians. You know, I found out paying. You know, oh, I don't want to pay that guy this much money. Well, you kind of got to pay the technician good money to get a good technician and keep them, and they can fix cars faster. And better, and your warranty lasts a lot longer if you have the better quality and technician. When they, when they come up to the service writer and say, this is what I got, this is what I need to do, your service writer feels very comfortable in saying, okay, yes. I can sell this. Yes. Hey. Yeah, because you got you got to know when the guy's coming to you that that's actually a repair. I don't yeah. know about you, but a lot of times, like, I, I, a guy could have walked up to me and say, this is what I found wrong with your friend's car. No, you need to go back and look. That's not right. Yeah. And that's not going to fly. That can't be what what's wrong. And oh, I oh really? I had I had a pl- the privilege of being able to walk back, yes, and go over it. 
Yeah, I did too. And I even at that point, we missed a couple things every once in a while. Yeah. But, you know, you also try to sell what the customer needs too. Right. Or give them options. Let's get Mike from Aurora. How you doing, Mike? Uh, hi. Yeah, I uh, recently had to replace my uh, HID headlights. Uh, and I was considering LED uh, headlight replacements. But then I was reading a, a couple of different uh, owner user reviews on Amazon. They said that the uh, interference generated by them wiped out their radios. Uh, so I'm wondering, is that the case of all of those LED aftermarket replacements? Uh, you know, honestly, I never heard of that, wiping out a radio. I've never you? heard of that, but I do know that you, on some of these, it, what kind of vehicle is it? It's a 2008 Lexus ES350. Yeah, I, I don't know that that would be an issue, but it would definitely be one I would have to research a little bit. Uh, I know that there's a bunch of LED conversion sets out there, and some of them work really well, and some of them don't last forever or even last a short time. Uh, so you got to be real careful what you buy on yeah. that. Yeah. And don't yeah, try to save money, so. to be honest with you, because that's yeah. usually the ones that will bite you. Um, and, and one thing about LEDs, too, you got to know this, they don't melt the snow. Yeah. So when your headlight gets covered with frost or snow, ice and stuff, it's not going to melt. So Yeah. You got to know that happens too. Um it seems like uh, the majority of these are names I've never heard of. Um I mean, you have a you have a limited selection of name brand LED replacements but uh there's just not much selection majority of them are these off brands i've never heard of do you have any any preference for any particular names not really no um what i what i will tell you is is that with you've got a ballast on your hids and with the leds there there's a conversion there and that could sometimes create a problem as far as your body control module mm. on some of this stuff. So you might end up with a different problem. And I'm not saying that that's the case, but uh, if it doesn't see the right right amount of voltage or amperage going through there, it could create a problem. You know what I would do is I would go to a Napa store and ask them what they're putting in. Yeah. Because sometimes they get the ones that we as an auto repair shop recommend. And say, hey, we like to use these, and we see the problems with them. And then as they see them coming back, they say, well, this one came back because of this problem. We don't want to sell that one anymore. Yep. So let's just keep with this one because this one works. People are taking it, and they're not bringing it back. So they would know the good ones. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's just an idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll do that then. All right, then. Uh, that's, uh, uh, well, let me ask you, though, about the baby color combination uh, for uh, – color temperature uh my impression uh, dealer told me that the originals were 9300 kelvin i couldn't find that on anything after market um so the closest i ended up with was 8000 seemed uh, didn't seem seemed maybe a little bluer um and probably not as bright 
uh, my impression was the higher the number, the higher the color temperature, the more wider the light would be. Uh, but uh, and the lower the lower the temperature, about five thousand, say, is yellow. The more yellow the light would be. Uh, is that the case? Oh, you're talking about the lumens. No, the uh, the color temp the temperature of the light the color of the light the color temperature, not the uh, whether it's a daylight or a uh, indoor type of light. What what the color of it is is either going to be bright bright light or an amber light is what you're talking about. Yeah, and that um, that yeah, totally depends yeah. on the on the diode. On the LEDs that they're putting in it. Oh. Okay. Normally they'll give you a comparison on it. If if you've got yeah, a legitimate manufacturer, they'll give you a comparison on it of what the yeah, difference is. Seems to be some disagreement amongst customers whether they were there was truth in advertising or or not. Yeah. It, well, and that's just the point. Yeah. You that's know, what makes it hard. It makes it really yeah. tough. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. You just have to kind of take a chance. Yep. Yep. That's what it is. That's why I'd go to the Napper store because maybe yeah. the guys there would know more uh, mm. what they've been selling and stuff that's been working. Yep. Okay. I'll okay. give that a try then. Okay. Right, okay. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Mike, we'll take you off air and because uh, we're gonna we're up against the the end here and i just want to remind people that um you've been listening to drive radio and this replays sundays at 12 to 3 i believe so you can listen again and you wouldn't be able to make any uh phone calls in but you can definitely email um, email or, or text send message. us a text message and mm. we can get a hold of that and i had my text message here it's uh 307-282-22 you got Sportsman of Colorado coming up next, and we really appreciate you listening and hope you have a great week. Stay warm. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.